come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing connecting to Christ's body according to God's word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. We'll be talking about connecting to Jesus' body. Let's talk about the world and the biblical meaning of connecting. So let's get down to this lesson. Joining or linking things together, especially so as to provide access and communication. We're going to talk a lot about that. We can find this biblically in Revelations 3 and 20. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. The scripture provides some very key information about Jesus' desire to connect with us. One problem, though, Joshua 24 and 15. Choose ye this day whom you shall serve. God has given us each free will. This free will means God will never force himself on you. You have to decide to be a child of God by confessing with your mouth, believing in your heart that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and was raised three days later. It's just that easy. It is up to you whether or not Jesus can connect with you. Jesus wants to connect with you, but it's up to you if if you can connect with him. Jesus is and has been knocking, standing at the door of the rest of your young life for as long as you can imagine. Will you walk to the door of life, look through the peephole of your future to see your Savior standing on the other side waiting for you to open the door to your soul to let him in? Jesus wants to spend some good old quality time with you because you are very important to him. He can't come in and begin the healing process until you invite him in and yield your will to his will. Yes, we have a stubborn will. Wait, Is that what is keeping you from opening the door? Your life? Your new life? I get it. You love your life just the way it is. And you're afraid that Jesus will remove the very things you want to hold on to. You're afraid that you won't be yourself anymore. Or maybe you're scared that Jesus' connected version is going to be better than the life you carved out for yourself. John 15 and 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, You will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Once you are truly connected to your Lord and Savior, you will be grafted into the family of God as a branch on the tree of life. And you too will bring young souls to Christ as evidence that your connection to Christ allows you to bear fruit that he said you would. Haven't you had enough being disconnected or just relying on your intermittent connection? Haven't you had enough of that? I guess what I'm getting at is God would like nothing more than you to stop treating your connection with his son Jesus Christ as a dead spot or a call drop zone that you experience with your cell phone every now and again. Jesus is bandwidth to handle all of your mess, including your problems, your hurts, your unforgiveness, and more importantly, your relationship with him. He has the bandwidth to do that. You guys are really smart, and I'm getting this vibe, that you believe that the connection of your grandmother prayers and the connections of your great-grandparents through their tireless missionary work 
to provide for the less fortunate, you think that those connections can get you to where you need to be with Jesus. Jesus is clear. That's not going to work. Look at John 15 again. It says that you must be connected to him to inherit and be called a child of God. Public service announcement. This connection may require you to disconnect from some of the things you are currently connected to. Yes, a change of life, a change of thinking. As we go to break, take some time to take self-inventory of your life to see what connections are draining you from being the person Jesus knows and needs you to be. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break. We are back live in PT Podcast Studio after that short break to talk about some practical ways to connect to Christ's body. Connecting to something or anything requires us to actively take part in the connection. This is no different than a cell phone charger connected to an outlet. It appears that the charging block or cable isn't doing a whole lot, but serves as the conduit between the electricity and your cell phone. Without the connection, your cell phone is nothing apart from the power produced by the outlet. You remember that in the first part. One of the practical ways that you can connect with Christ's body is prayer. Prayer will always be the best way to connect with and connect to Jesus or God. It is the language and communication protocol God designed just for us to talk to him. That's special. Here's a rhetorical question for you. When you pray, do you hear your friends talking back to you? The answer is no and will always be no. Prayer is always between you and God or you and Christ and no one else. The devil wishes he knew God's prayer language. It's your secret weapon. Use it by all means necessary to communicate with Jesus in your times of trouble and need. Read books that educate and connect you spiritually. Educating yourself on the things of God will connect you to Jesus in a way that will blow your mind. In 1 Kings 4, we find the greatest gifts outside of salvation offered to man. Yes, there's another gift that's similar, well, similar in value to salvation. And we know what salvation is. It gives us eternal life, life beyond death. Okay. So what gift can be just as good as that? In 1 Kings, powerful. You're thinking, what can even be close to a gift of life God has given us through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ? What can be greater? I know. What could be close? It was wisdom, knowledge, information. Solomon was so righteous in God's eyes. God gave him one wish, and he asked for wisdom. He knew knowledge was power, and he knew information was everything. With knowledge, he can get everything else he needed. See how smart he was. Watch this analogy. I can give you a fish, and you'll eat today. But if I teach you to fish, basically give you information and knowledge, you can feed yourself for a lifetime. Let that, let that sink in. Number three, read the Bible. I know this particular practical way comes up a lot in our lessons for a very good reason. You can't know or connect with God or Jesus without a thorough knowledge of them. Here's an analogy. When playing video games, I find that young people like yourself will watch YouTube videos, read TikTok threads, Instagram posts, and Twitter feeds over and over and over again for information on how to beat a game or how to do hair, how to apply makeup, how to cut your hair, how to dress, and the list goes on. Because there's information out there that can make whatever you're trying to conquer easier. Your Christian walk can be easier with the biblical information. Remember, information is power. Read the Bible. Number four, connect with others on the same journey. That should be obvious. This is very, very important to connect with others on the same journey. 
I'm sure you guys heard this before, but here I go. Teamwork makes the dream work. In many situations, there is significant value in numbers. I know sometimes it's better to be few in numbers, maybe by yourself, off to the side, but there are several occasions, and this is one that God loves the most. He tells us to never forsake the assembling of the saints, meaning get together. Iron sharpens iron. You can sharpen each other. The more people are heading in the same direction, the less likely someone on that journey will get lost or even get left behind. So when you're walking in a group, it's hard to get left behind. Someone's going to notice that you're not there. It's hard to get lost because you're going to be following the masses, all going to the same place to see their Savior, to live for their Savior, and to be like their Savior. Again, the key to note here is people on the same, people with the same mindset, and people with the same focus, which is Jesus. That's the key here. Make sure you're following people that are on the exact same journey that you are on. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, which reads, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. I explained that each one of us, as the Bible says, is fearfully and wonderfully made, and we each have different gifts to be used by God and shared with others. In the church, you will find so many different gifts being used. I emphasize to them that they should never compare themselves to another. Yes, I know that's easier said than done, but you have to know what you have within yourself and focus on how to use your gift, not someone else's. You have your own. Pray and seek God to know what your gift is. I'll give you a hint, and I use this on my outgoing emails. You will be most effective when you use your gifts and abilities in the area of your heart's desire and in a way that expresses your personality and experiences. When we think about that, you may already know what your gift is. You may love helping people, gift of helps. You may love encouraging people, gift of exhortation. You may love organizing, keeping things in order, gift of administration. You may love helping others understand, gift of teaching. And there are so many other gifts that we don't have time to talk about. However, when you find that you are really good at something and enjoy doing it, and it also uplifts another, that's a gift. And believe me, some have not realized that they have gifts to share because they have allowed negativity and doubt to creep in. Or for some, others have come along and have spoken bad things over them that they feel like they have nothing to give. But if you are a believer, you have something to share. Don't sit on your gift. And don't let your age stop you. You've seen preteens, teens, and young adults using their gifts, such as singing, preaching, and teaching. When you find that you have a gift to share, you may find that another person has the same gift. Don't ever be intimidated by that. There are enough people who need your gift to go around. Take, for instance, singing. There are different parts that make up a choir. Learn how to use your gift together in unison. Everyone can't be a soprano. We need altos, tenors, and bass singers. Remember, we are one body, but there are many parts that make up a body, just as there are many voices used to make a song. When you get a chance, take the time to read the entire chapter of 1 Corinthians 12. It outlines the spiritual gifts and how they work in unison with other spiritual gifts. Also, talk with those who are on this Christian journey with you, and they can help you understand your gift better. Remember, in Proverbs 4, 7, 
It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. In summary, the importance of connecting to Christ's body. I close this lesson with two quotes and a statement. Let your door stand open to receive him. Unlock your soul to him. Offer him a welcome in your mind. And then you will see the riches of simplicity, the treasures of peace, the joy of grace. To fall in love with God is the greatest romance. To seek him, the greatest adventure. To find him, the greatest human achievement. Make it a point today to connect with Jesus on a level that you never thought possible. He's waiting on you. Don't make him wait till tomorrow because today is a perfect day for a new beginning. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques is used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Or Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.